Hi, Peter Walker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now today I want to talk about productivity because often I get asked the question, well, what's your best tip for productivity? Or what's the best book you recommend on productivity? And after reading a number of books, I don't think there's any given one book that has the answer to productivity. I do believe there are a suite of books that have the answer to productivity. And what you'll do is you'll take bits from each book and eventually find your best way of being productive. Now for me, today I'm gonna to share with you my five top books that I think are highly helpful and really, if used correctly, can not only help you with your productivity, but more importantly with the productivity of your team. And I always kick off with a really simple book, not the biggest book in the world, but it's a great place to start, and that's The One Minute Manager Meets the Monkey by Ken Blanchard. Now a lot of people look at me when I say that and say, well, are you taking the mickey? It's a serious book, strange title, but it's a great book. And it really focuses on the whole area of delegation and probably boomerang delegation when you give tasks out to people and they come back at you. Now go back and think about when you're hiring a person, either as a manager or as an entrepreneur, the whole purpose of hiring someone is that they help share the workload, that you give them stuff to do, which frees you up to do other things, but most importantly, they're doing additional things that are important to the business that need to get done. And very often though, what happens is, whether it's the manager or the entrepreneur, the person that's had the task given it to them, they'll come up to the manager and say, can you please help me with this? And what does that mean for many people? Yeah, sure, leave it with me, I'll have a look at it. Now that's not necessarily helping the person when the delegator ends up doing the task themselves. And really what that teaches the employee is that I've got a really great boss working that I'm working for that gives me tasks, I give it back to them, and they do it for me. So my life is a lot easier. So really what this book looks at is actually saying, when you're delegating tasks, how to prevent them coming back at you and how to get the person that you've given the task to actually getting that task done. So a fantastic book and you'll see this playing out in so many businesses around the world. The second book that I wanna talk about today is Brian Tracy, Eat That Frog. And that's a great book around procrastination and prioritization of tasks. And you know what it's like, we've all got that one big task, that really one that needs to be done, but we don't wanna do it. So what do we do? We go out there and we find other tasks to do. So we kind of proactively avoid the main task, but we go and we do everything else. And we think, yeah, by doing all those things, we make ourselves feel better about ourselves and it's all good. But the reality is that frog, so to speak, that we didn't want to eat first thing in the morning, it's still there. And before you know it, if you haven't dealt with that frog, you've got a second frog and a third frog building up. And that can be quite overwhelming. So really as an entrepreneur, your job first thing in the morning is to eat that frog and get it out of the way because then you're free to get on with your day. So it's another great book, not the longest book in the world, but a great book to focus on. The third one I love is James Clear, Atomic Habits. As you can see by the whole title, it's about creating the right habits in your business, 
the right habits in your life, and about them being atomic, about them being small habits. A lot of people look at this really big win. Where's this one really big win that I can have that's going to make me super productive? And there isn't necessarily one major win. And what James Hyde alludes to is the fact there's loads of little wins along the way that when combined becomes a huge win. Now I'll give you an example. Let's take emails. So many people live their life in distraction mode. An email comes in, they jump on it. Another email comes in, they jump on it. Drop whatever you're doing to answer, to read, answer and reply to that email. Not a great place to be. What would happen if you had the habit of checking your emails three times a day and all it took was 10 minutes? You wouldn't be distracted, you wouldn't be sort of waiting for that next email. You'd be able to focus on the important things in your day that need to also get get done but also needs your needs your attention. So yeah, it's about creating the habits. And what I like about Vern Harnish, Vern Harnish came up with a phrase, routine sets you free. And it's so right. With James's book, it helps build routine in your business and in your life, making things a lot more manageable. Then you've got the fourth book, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And really what I want to talk to you about is habit number three. First things first, how to prioritize, how to put things in the right box and focus on where you're spending your time. Are you spending your time in the right quadrants or are you getting yourself dragged into the wrong quadrants that will not have an impact really on your business? and take you out of position. So I love that book. It talks about the four quadrants, demand, direction, distraction, delusion, and how you can take steps to manage them. So if you've never read that book, read it, but focus on habit number three, if productivity is your main aim. And then the final book is David Allen's, or Getting Things Done. Now this book's slightly different because it's a framework on productivity, helping you better manage both your work life and getting that balance with your home life. And for many people, they need a framework for productivity. And the reality is, we never get taught this at school. If anything, at school, our time is managed for us. At this time, you're in this lesson. At that time, you're in, less, in that lesson. You've got lunch here, you've got break there, and when you're in the lesson, we will dictate to you how you spend your time. So you're never taught the pure essence of self-management. And you can see that often reflected in the way that people do their homework. Now, if you were anything like me, and it came to homework time, I would get my piece of homework, and I would leave it to probably Sunday evening, where I'd be burning the midnight oil, trying to get my homework done, and rushing through it because I never wanted to eat that frog during the week. I thought, let me put off today what I can do tomorrow. It's just that when tomorrow came, it made me very miserable. So when you look at David Allen's stuff, it's about sort of creating that framework to take away that overwhelm, to make things a lot more manageable. So actually, you're not paralyzed by fear or paralyzed by the amount of work you need to do. You're able to just get on with it and be highly effective most of the time. Now hopefully this list has been good for you. I'm sure there's books that you can recommend that you found highly useful and that you think that we should read. Now if 
anything you've come across that you think, okay, do you know what, read this, you've not mentioned it, put it in the comments section and I'll make sure if I haven't read it, I'll put it on my list to read. Now if you enjoyed today's episode, please like it, subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and share it with others so they can also benefit from it. If you've got any questions around productivity, you want to look at it in more detail, head over to walker.com and get in touch. And always remember that failing to learn is learning to fail. Please stay safe.